Hello, Podcasters, and welcome to episode 51. 51! Uh, in this episode, we talk to our buddy Dan, who you may already know. He is at Mouse Brew on the social networks about the House of Blues event that we attended recently called Local Brews, Local Grooves. It was a really fun event, and we would love to be invited again. So, um, yeah, I hope we get a chance to go. Uh, we also talk about our first ever Podcasters movie meetup. This was so much fun, you guys. A huge thanks to everyone that came out that day. We truly, truly appreciate it. Uh, we've actually decided to do another one in the coming weeks, so more info on that soon. A little bit will be revealed in this episode. So, yeah, keep an eye out for that. Uh, also, we recorded a short segment at Trader Sam's after the movie that we'll be featuring at the end of this episode because it does contain some spoilers. So feel free to stop listening until you've seen the movie or if you don't care, then, you know, then just keep listening. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for all your feedback and shares for last week's episode with Bob Gurr. Uh, I We really, truly enjoyed that episode. It was really, really nice to talk to Bob and we're looking forward to future episodes with him. So uh, if you guys enjoyed it, feel free to keep sharing it with other Disney fans that might also enjoy listening to it or any of our other episodes. You know, feel free to share those too. Uh, as always, I'd like to remind you that you can find out more about us and previous episodes over at podcasters.com. Check out some of the shirts that we have in the gear section and maybe even sign up for the birthday shout out list. If you'd like to help out the podcast and you already shop on Amazon, please click on the Shop Now Amazon button that we have on our homepage before doing your shopping. Doing so isn't going to cost you any additional money, but clicking the link first will tell Amazon that you want a small portion of what you're paying them to come to us instead. It will definitely help us out. Every few pennies here and there will definitely uh, help keep the podcast running. So thank you. Finally, if you want to hook up with us on any of the social networks, we are at facebook.com slash and we are at podcasters on Twitter and Instagram. Thanks again for all of your support, and we hope that you enjoy episode 51 of Podcasters. This is our podcast. It's about three guys that love Disney, technology, art, and food. This is Podcasters. Yo, dude. What's up, guys? Hey, so uh, after two hours of struggling with trying to hook all this up, I finally got it working. Awesome. <laughs> Yay. So the good news is we're going to be able to have Dan on the podcast later. The bad news is you had to leave. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's the good news. <laughs> <laughs> so I know you have... You have... <laughs> well, it, it's funny, but uh, I'm not going to get into it. But, uh, you know... Thank you for waiting so long. I'm sorry I couldn't get it working while you were here. No, I was pacing back and forth in the living room. I know. <laughs> I felt so bad. I was getting so frustrated that I couldn't figure it out. Oh, dude. You're you're getting hulky. I was getting Javierish. <laughs> and huh? I mean, when I left, I saw your face was red. You were like losing it. I was like, oh man, I felt bad. But I mean, what am I gonna do? Yeah. You know? Like Mar- Mario tip tiptoed out of the house. <laughs> here's here's the thing, man. I the problem was that I already had this all hooked up, and originally we were going to do a phone interview, you know, a couple weeks ago, 
And that's why I try to learn how to hook this all up in order for it to work. And last minute, you know, I, I ended up borrowing a bunch of equipment and buying all these cables that I thought I was going to need and everything. And then I couldn't remember how I hooked it all up because I unplugged right. everything, wow. you know. And I got to say that two hours was way too long. So now I'm taking a picture. The setup that we have is working. <laughs> And I'm happy that it's working. It's not exactly the original setup, but you know what? If it works, it works. You need tags. Yeah, so far. I do need tags. Like it works. Tags. So. Well, hey, th- thanks for coming anyway. Yeah, <laughs> thanks for uh, bringing the beer. Yeah, well, again, I apologize that I just couldn't stay long, but you guys know how it is. I got two class finals this week. I mean, it's been like ridiculous so far. I've been working on two different projects. I saw two different papers, and then I saw two different tests. So, like, that's right now. So it's kind of like. Wait a second. What's that? What's what? What are you ordering food? What do you mean? You're not home, are you? Yeah, I'm at home. Are you ordering food? What's that? You're ordering food, dude. Dude, that sounds like the monorail in the background. <laughs> what, what are you talking about? Um, Wait, hold listen. on. Listen. Wait, stop talking. Are you at Disneyland? Are you at Disneyland? Uh, no, I'm at home. Dude, you're what? at Disneyland. <laughs> Did you leave to go to Disneyland? Oh my God, he's at Disneyland. <laughs> it's a video from YouTube. Uh huh. Yeah, sure. Uh-huh. It is. Good luck with those yeah. finals, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I, I gotta get back to buddy. Uh huh. Let me see. Is it really a video? Rewind it. Rewind it. All right. You want me to rewind it? Yeah. Play he's some. gonna hang up on us. I know. <laughs> oh, the disconnection. Okay, I believe it now. No, he just got back on the monorail. <laughs> no, it wouldn't have said it again. I believe it. Uh, okay. Uh, I don't know how I feel about this. You're in the clear now. <laughs> but uh, All right, man. Have a great episode. I know it's going to be a great one because I'm not going to be on it. <laughs> Half the time, people don't even realize you're here. Yeah, that's very true. Hey, can we use uh, some uh, random Mario? I, I no. Look, I don't want to hook up random Mario because the, it's gonna mess yeah, up the is. phone call setting. Yeah. I think it's too much work for, no. uh, for Hazen now. No, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> That's why we have actual Mario on a working phone call. True that. Yeah, hey, why don't you just stay on the line for the next uh, hour? No, nah, he's gotta go study. Yeah, you want me talking about my projects and stuff? Yeah, I'm on. <laughs> now nah, we're good. <laughs> He needs to get back on uh, Haunted Mansion line. Oh, that's what I could have used. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, good luck with your project. Sorry you couldn't be here. Sorry it took so long for me to figure it out. But, you know, we'll miss you this episode, and we'll we'll uh, have you here next week. Have a great episode, and I will see you guys next week, right? All right, All right man. Peace out. All right. Bye. Care, Bye. Well, that was fun. Was it really, though? <laughs> I really thought he was on the monorail for a second. Wow, I think he still is. <laughs> no, once 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 he was able to uh, rewind it and uh-huh. show me that he wasn't there anymore, yeah. I believed it because the the message doesn't come on again. Yeah, so no, I you're get it. right, you're right. But that was good. That was a good joke. I know I, he, he had me going for a second. He totally had. Oh me going. man, I was actually angry. <laughs> I was about to Javier out again. <laughs> Stop calling it that. I'm not that angry. Uh, aren't you? Okay. Aren't you? Uh, huh? Huh? <laughs> Javier, put that thing down. Please don't swing it at my head. Oh, that was funny. We were at the art walk. My mom even mentioned 
that that how angry I get. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Bob, stop talking. This is just fuel for Hazen. I know. <laughs> it's like, don't do that. Don't swing the chair at your mom. <laughs> oh man. Uh, well, I'm I'm kind of excited about this episode because uh, you know we're gonna get Dan on the phone. We're gonna talk a little bit about cool. the local brews, local groove show down That's in Anaheim. Right. And we're going to recap a little bit about what happened for the Tomorrowland meetup, which was so good. I was so happy. It turned out great. <laughs> yeah, it so, was fun. Uh, so anyway. Oh, we're g- and I got to go somewhere special. I know. Yeah. That was heartwarming. Aw. Heartwarming. Dude, Aww. I'm I'm still feeling good after that. Aww. I'm there. glad. Oh, yeah. That's Imagine right, people. Imagine the moments. <laughs> he got me into Trader Sam's. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, before we get into those stories, uh, let's go ahead and try to get Dan on the line here. Cool. And uh, we'll go ahead and get started with that. Which Dan? Mouse Brew. At Mouse Brew. Nice. So, all right. All right here we go. Oh, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Check your headphones. Hello. All right, guys. So with us on the line, we have Dan. You may know him, of course, as at Mouse Brew on Instagram and Twitter. Dan, what is up, buddy? Hello. How you doing, Hazen? We are good, man. We are sitting here drinking uh, Belching Beaver's Great Lay. Oh, wow. The, uh, what is that, the Pina Colada one? It is the Pineapple Colada um, IPA. By the way, he's not alone. Uh, Javier's here, too. Hi. Hey, Javier, cheers to all the puckers there. Who's there? It's it's actually just us two. Just we, the two of we us. We just finished talking about how Mario could not join us today oh, okay. because he's got finals. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we were we were contemplating using random Mario today, and I don't know. He hasn't shown up for the first part of the show, but who knows? He may show up for the rest of it. He them. might. Each uh, puckers uh, episode, the first one was just Hazen. Now it's Javi and uh, Hazen. Maybe the third time I'll, I'll have all three. Maybe. Yeah, Maybe. we should we should totally do that. <laughs> but yeah, man, this great lay that we're drinking today, uh, it's pretty hoppy. I'm not getting a lot of pineapple. From There's it, no pineapple but whatsoever. It's actually, pretty tasty. That's, I think you would enjoy it. That's kind of one of my my issues with the Belching Beavers is that I don't know if they necessarily deliver on the flavor being advertised on the label. Because right, that's I've what had, it's that's what it feels like. I've had their horchata milk stout, which I didn't. I wasn't getting horchata flavors. I've had the peanut butter stout, which is popular, but it doesn't. Although it has the smell of peanut butter, it really doesn't taste like peanut butter. Hmm. So I kind of I don't know. They they get they put those labels out there. They get you intrigued. You buy it, and then I mean I'm down for a great IPA if that's what it is. But if it's telling you pineapple colada, I kind of want that to hit me on the tongue. Is that horchata beer more like a cinnamon beer or what? Well, the one from the brewery, which is horchata, or, and it's spelled O-R space X-A-T-A, you get a lot of like cinnamon flavors in that one. And it's a blonde right. ale, and that one's an excellent horchata ale. But the the one from Belching Beaver, it's a really dark, you know, thick stout. So you, you don't really taste the cinnamon in it. Yeah, I see. I, I have to agree that... When we made the ice cream, I think it it smelled a lot like peanut butter. I think some of the additional flavors that Mario added to it really added to the flavor of the ice cream. But when as I'm having this one, like I said, it smells great, but it's really hoppy and it tastes a lot more like a general IPA than yeah. it does pineapple at all. 
so that yeah, I think it gets you with the nose, with the smell, and I'm sure that does affect the taste buds somewhat. But I look forward to trying that that beer you're drinking right now. I'm gonna try to pick one up this upcoming Tuesday. So honest, I honestly, I didn't. Well, I'll tell you what. I got an extra one. If you want it, you can have it. Oh, Whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> I, I ended up buying two. Wait a minute. <laughs> you're not going to drink it. You're going to have to flip it. Yeah. You're not going to drink it, Javier. We're going to have to fight for that one, bro. <laughs> you're not going to have to fight. I'll just Disney. give it to you. I'm going to Disney challenge. Yeah. Ooh. I'm down. He's going to beat you. <laughs> I'm sure he will. <laughs> Well, uh, Dan, the reason that we gave you a call was because we were talking about the House of Blues show that we attended and how appropriate that Mario isn't here because he wasn't he there wasn't either. He wasn't there either. That's true. That's true. Yeah. He wasn't there. But give us your thoughts on what you thought about the show and, and stuff. Uh, walking up to it, I think uh, I showed up like 15, 20 minutes early, and the line was already from the box office past Tortillo Joe's. Like almost, actually, I think it was to the Lego store already. And I was just, wow, okay, you know, this is pretty crazy already. Um, I'm thinking, how are they going to get all these people here? If these people are the people that are, like, really stoked about the event because they're here early. So I'm thinking, man, how about the casual fan that's going to be showing up at 8, 9, 10 o'clock at night? Um, I come to find, I read an article on the OC Register the next day. See, being inside there, we really didn't have any concept of, you know, what was happening at the rope and uh, I read that they had closed the the line, that it reached capacity at 6.30 p.m., just an hour and a half wow. after it started. That's crazy. And you, well, I mean, you know, but it was crowded. It was definitely crowded. Um, it was. You were, in the inside, you were going shoulder to shoulder. Um, we did find some breathing room outside the outdoor area. It was pretty good. But upon entering, we got in, and I immediately wanted to... Because when you go to these things, people go to the first stop, and then you just kind of, you know, make the rounds like a clock. So we went yeah. upstairs first, I remember, which I think was great because we had a bird's eye view of everyone coming in. We got in there, you know, right away at 5, and then we started upstairs at the Goose Island, and it was it was very mellow up there when we first got upstairs. Yeah, I'm actually glad that you, that you suggested that. Uh, this was actually my first event of any type. Of, of this capacity so it was kind of great going with uh, i'm gonna call you a veteran yeah to, to this type of event so <laughs> he, he called you old <laughs> uh it, it was great going with with a veteran because it, it was nice i would have started at sierra because sierra is one of my favorite breweries and they were right as you walked in right you know you couldn't you couldn't miss them so uh, like I said, I, I'm glad that we went upstairs because the way that we ended up doing the rounds, I think we got a few more tastings in be before it became shoulder to shoulder. Yes, and this was my second local brews, local brews event that I attended there at House Blues Anaheim. Um, I, after we were upstairs, we went, there's a downstairs area, kind of, but it's not in the main area. It was around the corner where we uh, spoke with Bottle Logic Noble Ale Works from the Anaheim breweries there. And I felt like we got in there as well before people kind of knew that that was even an option. So, you know, you got the Bureau Vision goggles in there. One of Javier's favorite things to do that day. Yeah, that was <laughs> Oh, yeah, cool. I, put the, I put the glasses on. Yeah, yeah. The glasses. <laughs> and I also yeah, like, I knew I wanted to go to Bottle Logic because last year they had, you know, their actual team there. And this year they had a representative from the brewery there, which, uh, you know, we saw most people were House of Blues employees. So I appreciated that Bottle Logic sends their people, and obviously they're local. So I'm glad they, you know, 
they reached out to the fan base by having people there that could answer questions a little bit more in detail. Yeah, so quick shout out to Bottle Logic and Noble Aleworks for sending, you know, their reps out. Uh, Noble actually had some of their people out there too, right? Yeah, there was, in that area, there was like, we met a guy from uh, Ritual Brewing and they're out in Redland. So I felt like that little area did, you know, did uh, show up pretty well. Upstairs, you know, I tried some guy, I tried uh, the Knee Deep Brewing and I hadn't really been familiar with them and now I'm seeing them all the time on social media because they have these. Uh, beers called uh, Breaking Butt, we'll play off the Breaking Bad series, and then they have this Hoptologist. Yes. So I was talking to their guy up there, his name was Big Al, and he was from the brewer, from their brewery, and they're from Auburn, California. And now I'm starting to see them all around Orange County, so it was kind of a nice introduction to me for something that I had never tried, and now I really enjoyed it. I remember actually seeing them when we when we were upstairs. They were right next to Ace, right? Yes. Okay, I, I remember accidentally stepping out of line to try to get some photographs there uh-huh. and not being able to get back in line to sample anything. And Javier <laughs> wasn't even in that line. So <laughs> what we were doing is uh, kind of, I guess, what everybody was doing. You know, you were limited to the five little tabs on the bracelets that you were buying. So right. I think most people were pairing up with somebody. I know you paired up with your wife and, you know, uh, some friends had gone uh, yeah. with us. And... Uh, you know, you would get one shot of one of the beers, and one would drink half, one would drink the other, and I think that's what Javier and I started doing too. Like Hazen and I became a couple. Yeah, <laughs> right. it was. It it worked out perfectly because you got to sample ten different things. Absolutely. Exactly. It, and you I know. should say that the first one I went to last year, there was nine breweries there, so it was kind of okay. It's doable to try them all. And at this time, with twenty plus, it was like, all right, you know, I'm not going to be leaving on a stretcher. Uh, so it's like you really kind of had to narrow down your choices. <laughs> and like you said, maybe you could get a sample. Like I tried like this, uh, it was a Chipotle ale or something downstairs, and I took one sip and I was like, okay, that's not for me. Um, but it was like, you know, I just had a sip just and sampled it. I don't remember well, trying the Chipotle one. I yeah. didn't get a chance to try that one either. But, you know, I'm glad that you're getting into some of the samplings and some of the flavors because uh, I believe it was Noble that had naughty sauce. Ah, yeah. yes. That yeah, was delicious. That was that. that was one of my favorites the entire night. Uh, that's that's a coffee-ish one, right? It was. That was delicious. So tell yeah. us a little bit about some of the flavors that you saw, some of your favorites that evening, and what you were and weren't expecting from what the breweries brought in. Well, so the Navi sauce, I tried that the first time at the last one, and uh, that's like one of Noble's, you know, signature beers that they're known for. It's on nitrous uh, instead of CO2. But most people, when they have had coffee beers in the past, they're usually a stout. And this one's unique because it's a, a golden ale. It's like a blonde color. So, you know, usually think coffee is a dark beer. So this is so good because it's like a, like almost like an English pub ale with the coffee flavor and a little bit of vanilla, too. Um, right next door at Bottle Logic, they had their pog juice. And I had never tried that before, oh, but yeah. I've heard it. But, yeah, like the pineapple, orange buff. Now, that one really, I think you could taste the pineapple. Yes. Um, yeah, you did. Uh, that was the other one, I think. Yeah. It was in my top, like, two or three. In that fact, I wanted to go fair. back, but the line was so long mm. that I couldn't try it again. I actually want to head down to Bottle Logic now oh, because of that beer. Oh, right. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, they have a nice little tasting room. Um, it's in East Anaheim. And uh, they have food trucks and whatnot that come out as well. Uh, no way. Yeah. yeah Art walk. Cool. Uh, so, <laughs> so inside, what were some of the others? Well, in, 
website, I wanted to visit Ballast Point. They have this victory at sea, which is a coffee porter. I'm familiar with it, and I really like it. It's also got hints of vanilla. So I, I get it, and I'm thinking, okay, this is going to be great. And I taste it, and I'm just like, whoa, that is super strong, stronger than I remember. And I was also getting bourbon notes in it. So I'm asking the guy, oh, what is yeah. this? And he's, this is like a special edition. He said, yeah, it's a uh, victory at sea, except for we aged it on bourbon barrels, which also kicked up the alcohol from 10% to 12 Whoa, so it, nice. it really like caught me off guard when I tried that, and it was it was good, but like when I'm used to the victory at sea, you know, it's a little more drinkable. So this was kind of, uh, you know, it, you took it and you didn't really want to drink it very quickly. There was a, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of high alcohol content dudes, I'd say, that you know, all around that area. Double IPAs, yes, there was. Triple IPAs. I think there was even a quadruple IPA out there. What did you What did you think of some of the food selections that they had as pairings for some of the beer that they had? I think it was better this this time around. I I think last time uh, the previous one I went to was kind of they really took uh, beer was the forefront. They didn't really the food was more of an afterthought. I think they put some more thought into it. Like I think you uh, I read in your blog about the, the those macaroni bites or what was mm-hmm. the loaded macaroni issue. I guess those were really popular. I didn't get to try them, and I don't think you did. Yeah, I didn't get to try it either. I mean, I, the I line was amazing. insane. Exactly, the line was insane for those things, and I really wanted to try it because they were baking. They were making everything right in front of you, and they just basically asked you what type of toppings you wanted. You could add the chives and bacon and all sorts of stuff. But at one point, I asked somebody how long they waited. They said fifty-five minutes <laughs> for a cup. There was no way I was going to wait 55 minutes right. for a cup of mac and cheese. <laughs> yeah. So, so, I mean, I, I know that we did get a chance to try the fish sticks, and we tried those little waffle buddy things. Yeah, uh, and I thought that know, was good I, food for an event like that. Yeah, they, they weren't bad. I mean, I, I put my thoughts on that in the blog post, but... Yeah, I mean, overall, what did you think? You said this is the second one. There was less breweries. Uh, what did you think as far as people, what was there? Uh, was it what you expected? One thing that kind of was working against it as just a brew fest was uh, inside. It was a, a Jack's playoff game. So <clears throat> they had TVs around the just a regular bar. So a lot of people, they may have been there since before the brew fest started just to watch the Ducks game. So I think there was, you know, that added element of a crowd there. Um, then you got the also, it's half music festival. So you have fans of these bands. These bands are probably promoting it on their Facebook and Instagram saying, hey, come check us out at the House of Blues. It was an all-ages event. So they may just be there getting into the venue to watch their favorite band, which, you know, as far as just having a ton of people in there, that could work against it as a brew fest. So... I don't know, it's kind of, it kind of reminds me of, in a way of like the 24-hour event, how you had, you know, all these uh, fireworks starting the same night, paint the night, new attractions, and um, so many things working kind of against that 24-hour event. It's like a whole perfect storm, and that's kind of how I saw the event. But, I mean, I will say the music, everything I was listening to, I heard some good cover songs, I heard some original songs, and the music was all fitting to the environment. I just think, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, for they were just building it so much with the 20-plus breweries and, you know, 20 bands, and it was just, it got to the point where I, I wonder what happened to all those people waiting in line that had tickets, you know, because you could pre-purchase yeah. them. So I'm kind of confused on that a little bit. 
Well, I hope they were able to work something out as far as giving him a refund or something because uh, I know as far as, you know, you mentioned the 24-hour day, and there was plenty of upset people for yeah. that. Exactly. So. so that's why it kind of reminded me of, you know, Disneyland had reached capacity on that day, DCA reached capacity in uh, this event. So <clears throat> with all, you know, these things being promoted so heavily, um, you know, more people are going to want to go to them, which is great. More people want to be there, but, you know, it, then it becomes a problem. Uh, people were uh, commented to me, you know, oh, that sounded like a fun event. I walked by and it, like, the line was insane. And that's, you know, reminds me of the 24-hour event as well. Yeah, I'm actually really thankful that, you know, you were able to kind of work out and put us in contact, you know, yeah. with the person that got us our photo passes because right. I think we may have been in the same boat. So, you know, major shout out, you know, for, for getting us the fo- the photo passes. Yes, I mean, I've worked with the, the people at Live Nation who put on these events at House of Blues and they've always been very generous to, to help us out. You know, we take the photos and... We promote the event also, and I, I did a YouTube video, put it up on the Master YouTube channel. I know you wrote a blog, and then we uh, promoted it on Instagram and Twitter. So mm-hmm. we definitely like to get it out there. For me, it's it's not just a brew fest. It's more than that because it's at downtown Disney. So that's, right, right. that's what I always say. It's like, hey, you could even just you know go sample five beers with one tab and then get on the monorail and you'd be in Tomorrowland in you know, five minutes. So that's what's so cool about it. I, I really enjoyed that aspect of it, too. Yeah. I, I think um, ha- had it not been so late when we got out, I think we may have hit up the park for a little bit, too. But Lynette and the boys had already been there for quite some time, mm-hmm. and they were in the park the entire time that we were at the Brewfest. But I, I completely agree. I think the fact that it was at Downtown Disney, and like you said, it's a hop, skip, and a jump away to the monorail right. or the main gate. Right. Just you know, it just made it a part of the whole downtown Disney slash Disney experience on the resort. You told me you didn't go to Disneyland out of respect that I couldn't get in. No, I wouldn't have no. gone anyway. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what I'd really like to see come back to California Adventure is uh, the food and wine festivals. That would be fun. In Epcot? Yes. Yeah, and I know they had a couple here. I just never was, got a chance to go to yeah, them. Yeah, there was a time... I. I recall going to the uh, Pacific Wharf area, and they actually had beer tasting where, you know, you stood in a line, showed them that you were over 21, and you actually got to take a seat, and they would have someone from a brewery talk you through, you know, five samples of their beers. And for whatever reason, they haven't continued the food wine traditions here in California where they have in Florida. So, I mean, that's something that I hope Disney would consider bringing back for, fans of um, just like uh, California cuisine, local wines, local brews. Yeah, that'd be fun. I think the ambiance of being inside of California Adventure and the Trattoria and that general area I think would be really nice. Yeah, yeah, it'd be a great way for them to showcase uh, uh, partnerships that Disney work with. Because they, they do feature, yeah. you know, these, these vineyards, these breweries. And I know that they're very proud of their chefs at Disney. So it's, it's yeah. kind of a, a weekend for them to kind of come up with a menu and, and say, here's what we're working on, maybe like even as a preview. Yeah. Hey, man. Well, I just want to thank you for taking time out of your afternoon so to let us call you and kind of pick your brain at, to, you know, to see what you thought of the entire event. 
Uh, I know we've we've discussed a lot about doing a couple of different things, you know, in in the future. I know we've been you know, back and forth on, on how we can collaborate a little bit more. Uh, I'm really excited, you know, about what we've talked about, but maybe, you know, with the recent meetup that we did for the movies, uh, I know we're going to do one for Inside Out. I know you couldn't make it to the Tomorrowland one because you guys already had plans, but yeah. maybe we should do a, a Mouse Brew slash Pocketeers meetup at Bottle Logic. Oh, I'm down. Oh, that would, that would be very interesting. Yeah. That would... I think it would be fun. Yeah, and you know that's a great one. Just again, because it's it's in Anaheim, so people that are yeah, that listen to podcasts that are from out of the area that you know enjoy craft beer, they maybe never heard of Bottle Logic, and it's like you know if you're staying at the resort, you take an afternoon or an evening and visit a place, a local brewer that you know you you wouldn't get the chance maybe to have wherever you're visiting from. Right, right. Hey Dan, before we let you go, I had a question for you. What did you think of the people drinking Bud Light while we were at this uh, beer fest? Yeah, you know, it's kind of like, okay, yeah, we were up at the top floor, and even as it just started, I was like, hey, look at these people behind us, you know, people with tall cans of Bud Light, Coors Light, and even throughout the whole thing, I would look up at the balcony and see people with them, and it just kind of baffled me as to what they were doing there, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh it was a craft beer festival. I don't know if they were there just like they stumbled upon the House of Blues and they were just having to be there <laughs> or like I said, were they there for a game? Were they there for I'm thinking yeah. yeah, I'm thinking they were there for the game and they I didn't even think they knew about the beer fest that was going on. Yeah, I could see people like kind of being there, you know, for lunch. Maybe they're from out of town and then they're like, right. Oh, there's like a beer fest going on. Well let's stick around and hang out. But yeah, I mean, I probably would feel that they're taking a spot if it did reach capacity of someone that really wanted to enjoy, you know, the offerings that Sierra Nevada had brought or uh, Anchor, Anchor Steam or, you know, something a little, a little bit. But I don't know. It wasn't, the Brewfest wasn't to feature tall boys of tall kids of <laughs> Bud Light. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was a little... I know, you, I know you took pictures, though. I thought that was funny. Yeah, I, I did, uh, I wound up choosing not to put them in my YouTube video just because I was like, okay, I'm just going to, I don't want to focus on the negative, but right. <laughs> as we were standing there, they definitely occurred to me. I think you, fun. I think you were personally insulted that they were drinking that. <laughs> I was. And uh, <laughs> sometimes like when I'm in, when I'm in California adventure and you know, it'll be like, they'll have the Carl Strauss and the Bud Light tap and it's like, I'll get a Carl Strauss and then you know, a guy behind me will get Bud Light. Like, I don't have any problem with that because, A, theme park beers are way overpriced. So it's like, right. you know, you got to do what you got to do to save money, especially if you're traveling with your family. You know, I I totally get that. And like, hey, you know, you're a beer drinker too, so, you know, let's cheers to that. So I don't take issue with people that drink Bud Light, but in this situation it was like a craft beer festival. So it's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Dan, Dan was like, "Who brings dirt to the beach?" <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a time and place for Bud Light. I usually call it beer pong. Exactly. Uh, but I, I don't even call it then. You don't. You don't know. No. Uh-uh. You may not call me. Maybe. No, I don't think for Hazen there is no reason to drink to drink that. But I'm okay with it. Put a little lime. It's fine. There you go. Or uh, turn it into a michelada. Exactly. You use that stuff for those uh, micheladas. That's yeah. exactly what I do for. 
All right. Well, hey, Dan, again, thank you so much. Uh, I know for the most part, a lot of our listeners are already familiar with how they can find you online, uh, whether on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. But why don't you give everybody uh, a little bit of info of how they can find you online? Yeah, so on um, Instagram, it's just one word, mousebrew, if you just search that in the users. And I always use the hashtag mousebrew. If you ever have a tip or you want to show me what you're drinking in the parks, I always check those. And then Twitter, at mousebrew. And uh, the YouTube, if you just search in uh, the search bar, mousebrew, one word, all my videos will pop up. And, you know, thanks for anyone that's already subscribing and following me on the social media. I really do appreciate that. Cool. All right, buddy. Thanks again. Uh, I'll see you soon. Yeah, thanks so much for uh, calling. It was a really fun event to be hanging out with you guys at. So I'm glad we made that happen. Thanks, man. Me too. I I hope we can make this this new meetup at, hopefully it's Bottle Logic, because I really got a few things there that I want to try. Awesome. Okay. All right, man. Talk to you soon. Yeah, have a good time. Bye. All right, bud. Bye. That was cool. Yeah, that was good, man. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad he had some, some time to talk to us about that. That was a fun event. I loved it. I can't yeah. wait for next year. I know. If we get to go. Well, I mean, the good thing is that, you know, we'll we'll have several events coming up, several meetups and stuff. Mm. And hopefully we can make this, you know, beer meetup at Bottle Logic or wherever it turns out to be. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I would have loved to have gone to Hangar, but Hangar's way too far for everybody to go. <laughs> they just They just had one not too long ago, right? Uh, some air air fest right at the, the air fest hangar. is cool i've yeah. seen videos of it i've never actually been to it my brother-in-law went. is actually cool man he went i was so jealous i was jealous of a few of my friends that went uh, so it's definitely on, on my list of things to do is go yeah. to the hangar air fest but considering like dan said it's so close to disneyland it's i, I believe it's right across the street from angel stadium yeah so if it's something that we do like on a Saturday or a Friday night or something like that, it would be awesome to do a Pocketeers meetup uh, slash Mouse Brew meetup there. So it'd be cool. That would be. So what do you think? Like after a movie, we go get some drinks? No, I think it'll be its own thing. Oh, okay. I think it's, it's its own thing because it'll just be too many hours, you know, mm. that people may want to be there as far as, as, you know, trying to squeeze everything in. Especially if it's on a Friday, some people work. Yeah. And by the time they hit traffic and they actually get out and get there it's going to be difficult i think they close at 10 hmm. uh 10 or 10 30 but you know you figure some people might show up at eight that might be when we do the meetup you know from like eight to ten but you want to give some people enough time to get there enjoy the time that they're there and i i don't you you can never gauge you know how much people can and can't drink so yeah. I want to give everybody enough time to sober up before they drive home. Is this the our disclaimer? Yes. <laughs> drive and drink responsibly. You know, designated drive with a driver. Designated driver. You know, don't <laughs> drive yourself if you. You know, buzz driving is drunk driving. <laughs> don't do it. You know, just don't drink. Forget it. Don't don't drink. No, no. Oh. Just be responsible. Be responsible. And don't drink Bud Light. <laughs> we're not going to a beer fest of some kind and with all these breweries and you and you're not gonna i'm not gonna let you drink but like <laughs> um hey man i'm glad you mentioned the movie thing because uh, i had a lot of fun at the movie meetup yeah wasn't it awesome dude you know for the first time doing a meetup and i got doing to the meet movies, people yeah i know some people were excited they were getting the javier selfie that yes day. So uh, I think it was about 13 or 14 people total that yeah. ended up going. And I thought that was fantastic because Absolutely. I thought it was going to be like two or three people. Yeah. 
And I know some people that had planned on going ran into last minute issues. So, you know, we were down about an extra five or six that we're going to end up showing up, but just couldn't. Mm. Uh, that's cool. We're going to have another one soon. Give me uh, names. I'm going to unfollow them. No, that's mean. <laughs> uh, but, you know, we want to do another one for Inside Out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's a good idea. It's probably not going to be the weekend that it opens. Oh, let's do it like, like this, this time. One. Yeah. Uh, because... You know, opening weekend is just crazy, yeah. and I know we want to add to those crazy numbers, <laughs> but, you know, I, I think it's just let the crowds die down. I'd rather sit together. Yeah, I mean, if, if you want to go and watch it, then by all means, go and watch yeah. it, but uh, I think we're going to have it either the second or third week. Uh, we'll, we'll decide when everyone's available. Mm-hmm. I know Mario's been a little, you know, busy, obviously, with school, and yeah. I think it releases on Friday, and I think he's got a week or two. Uh, I don't remember what he said or if he even mentioned it, but uh, I know he's got finals and stuff, and right. that gets pretty stressful. So uh, we'll just figure it out. I know I want to do one for Inside Out. I had a lot of fun with this one. Uh, in general, what did you think of the movie? Um, you know what? <laughs> when <laughs> I'm happy Mario's out here. <laughs> You guys would have probably no, done that's, another that's, one. You know, it's pre-recorded now. I oh, can just that's pull true. it from the other one. Just insert here. <laughs> I think I need a random Mario right now. <laughs> no, just go ahead. So, what did you think of the movie? Okay, so you tell me if you agree with me, and I, and I bet you will after I say this. Did it give you a feeling of this was a Disney version of The Matrix? You have your hmm. agent following... Neo and then this whole thing of this is the one and uh, technology I think it could have been a version of it it wasn't as dark I will give you that I mean it wasn't as dark as the Matrix but I got the feel of it with the agents and following the girl and uh, not to spoil but Neo was the one and well, that was the thing. In this one, there really wasn't the one. Uh huh. You know, it's. I don't. You know, it, it's hard to talk about that particular plot point because right. you know you don't want to spoil it. Exactly. But, uh, I can see that it's got a lot of similarities to the Matrix. Mm. I, I I can see why you would make that parallel with it. Uh, I I think. Uh, in general, I think it stood as its own movie. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I do see the parallels, but I think it stood I, as its own movie. I'm not saying that as a negative thing, though. I'm just saying that I watched it, and I was like, this felt like The Matrix. That's all. A little bit, yeah. I, again, I could see the parallels. I can say in fact, know, it, it was a little bit like it. But... I'll even say it as a positive thing, because I love The Matrix. Oh, I love The Matrix. Too. And here's the thing, man. I, I wanted to come in with... with uh, all the negative reviews that the movie got, to be honest with you. I want yeah. to read some articles and headlines of the the movie wasn't as good as people thought it would be or whatever. And I don't like I don't listen to to critics, to be honest with you. I come to a movie with a clean slate and I just sit down and enjoy it. And I but I couldn't help have that feeling that this movie is going to disappoint me. And I'm happy to say I highly enjoyed the movie. It was it was fantastic. I I I, I think the the that the critics were completely wrong. I don't. How do how do I say? It? I, I wanna I wanna be as as graceful as possible when I say this, <laughs> because again I also don't want to spoil the movie. Right. And 
I'm going to answer the critics, and I'm going to give a warning about the movie. Uh, without trying to be spoilerific, uh, I'm going to That's say not a word. that if... It's a word now. That's not a word. It's a word now. No. I'm going to tell you guys, if you are expecting to see Walt Disney in this movie, you are not going to see him. No? No. Not even Tom Hanks? No. Oh. And I will be completely honest with you. My personal opinion is that the people that say that they didn't mm-hmm. like the movie or that they thought it wasn't well written or anything, in a way, I believe that the trailers were slightly misleading mm. because they talk about that. Tomorrowland, they talk right. about the World's Fair and It's a Small World and how yeah. all these great minds like Walt Disney and everybody – the point is, Walt Disney's brought up in the movie like twice, if mm. that, and it really revolves more around the other people that were part of Plus Ultra, mm. primarily Tesla and Edison, you know, who are very prominent in a lot of the propaganda that led up to Stop Plus Ultra and Plus Ultra and uh, The Optimist, you know, a couple of years ago. So if you are expecting to see Walt Disney and, like you said, the Walt Disney version of The Matrix, yeah. you are not going to get that. Here, you mentioned a backstory about Plus Ultra. I think maybe that's where kind of where they failed. I don't think they emphasized Plus Ultra enough. I think it was enough for you to understand what was happening. Mm-hmm. But uh, I agree. I think had it been more... Included in the movie as as much as much as I I personally felt like I was a little cheated with the mm. plus ultra thing because right. of the fact that I was so invested with the YouTube channel right. and the game yes. and all this other stuff. That's my point. That you knew more than most audience uh, people that were watching this movie, and because of you, I knew more about plus ultra. So yeah. I went in there with also a different expectation. That's why I don't feel they spoke enough about them. Well, I I will Plus agree Ultra with you. made the movie. Well, here's the deal. If you didn't know about Plus Ultra, uh-huh. the movie was completely enjoyable though. Oh, I enjoyed it because but I think it would have taken it to a whole different level. What Who's the to say there isn't going to be a part 2 that takes it to that next level? Mm, well, who's to say that's not going to happen? Yeah, but I I would think in a movie you'd give me everything to make it yeah. that well. <clears throat> Make it good. I I know what you're saying. I I was a little disappointed that it wasn't a more prominent part of the movie. Right. They said enough to make you understand why it existed and why certain things happened and needed to happen and stuff like that. I'm assuming that the Blu-ray, when it comes out, will have an extended version of the movie that may tell you more. Mm-hmm. May have some deleted scenes that they couldn't. Maybe it was just that it was too long. And they had to compress it down, and all that stuff got removed. Right. Because there was a lot of really cool things about Plus Ultra that we learned from the YouTube channel yes. and from The Optimist and all this mm-hmm. stuff that, like I said, I, I would have enjoyed to see a part of you know, the movie. But uh, I think, like I said, as far as the movie and how people have said that they are disappointed in it in general, I think those people were coming in hoping to hear some kind of like historical movie about the World's Fair and Walt Disney and how they built Tomorrowland and how it was going to go into the future and how, you know, basically the story of building maybe Tomorrowland itself. 
Yeah. And that's totally not what it was. No, it wasn't. Uh, you know, I I really enjoyed the story, though. Yeah, I, I did, was, too. I was... Uh, some of the acting, I would say that acting was at like 90%, mm-hmm. you know, not like completely hitting on all cylinders, but 90%, you know, really good. I I really, really enjoyed it. I don't have a lot of negatives to say other yeah. than the fact that I wish Plus Ultra was a little bit more prominent. In it. I'll give you one more. I kind of wish there was more Tomorrowland, more about the technology and more mm-hmm. about what they were doing in Tomorrowland. Um, I think they focused a lot on the main characters instead of the backstory and Tomorrowland. But again, I'd watch it again. I'd pay oh, I would again. totally watch it again. Yeah, I'd pay again. Yeah, and that, that's why I'm saying that I really hope that the Blu-ray has a few more features. Mm-hmm. And it's got, <clears throat> excuse me, maybe it has like an extended edition, like right. a director's cut yeah. that maybe adds another 30 or 40 minutes, hopefully, that... <laughs> leaves all those things in there yeah. if they were shot i don't know i i hope they did so i don't know who controls dvd distribution or blu-ray distribution down at disney right. but hey guys if you guys are listening send us a review copy before you guys <laughs> out. we'll gladly okay watch it that. and we'll review it again <laughs> <laughs> we promise to uh dispose of it after no i'll keep it no you're not supposed to <laughs> i'll keep it <laughs> I, I think you're supposed to actually crush it and are you? Yeah, you're supposed to destroy it. No, no. A, a review of the release. Normally, they send those out like a week or two before it's released oh. so that you can review it and gotcha. people buy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So we can come here. Sure, we, we'll watch it here. Oh, what are you you're saying? You're keeping it? Totally. No. Totally. <laughs> you didn't even like it. <laughs> no, I loved it. No, it was good. <laughs> well, uh, again, what does Mario think? <laughs> uh, Mario, what do you think? Oh, wait. Oh, he has school. (laughs) I can't be angry at him. Good for him. No, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, man. I I was totally, I was totally psyched that so many people showed up. Shout out to everybody that came out. Yes. Um, Too many to name. Yeah, and and the surprise of the evening. What's that? Was that you got a chance to go to Disneyland? (laughs) I totally forgot about that. Actually, (laughs) how awesome was that? You got a chance to. Cool. What did you end up riding? Because I know I went to the car. We were at Trader Sam's after. And we all had a chance to sit down and eat and discuss the movie a little bit. By the way, guys, uh, we ended up recording a small segment of the of what oh, we yeah. talked about at Trader Sam's, and that recording actually does have some spoilers. Uh-oh. So we're not going to insert it into this particular portion of the podcast. At the end of the podcast, instead of you know just ending, what we're going to do is we're going to transition into what we recorded ah, over at Trader Sam's. Gotcha. So that way, as soon as you guys hear the music end, if you don't want to have it, if you don't want to have the movie spoiled, go ahead and stop the podcast. That way, you don't listen to that piece of audio. But if you've already seen it and you want to hear the thoughts of some of the people that ended up watching it with us, go ahead and keep listening. We'll insert it at the end. That way, you have the option of turning it off or you know whatever you want to do. Now that's a disclaimer. Yeah, that I was know. good. Yeah, but too bad there wasn't music behind it. <laughs> I know. I'm sure <laughs> you can add it later. <laughs> uh, but again, yeah, I, I had a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to doing one for Inside Out. Uh, hopefully, a lot more people can come out. We're yeah. we're just gonna say it in advance. Yes, we're gonna do it. More than likely, it's gonna be the weekend after or the weekend after that, second or third week. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm hoping Not for the second. Weekend. 
Yeah, second weekend would be good as long as all of our all of our um, uh, schedules can sync. Wait, up. can I answer your question? I got on the monorail and then got kicked oh, out. Wait. Oh yeah, we'll go back. We'll go back. So, all right. So I went to the car after the movie. We went to Trader Sam's. We right. had some drinks. We had some food. We recorded this podcast. After that, you were surprised by a listener in front of the podcast. Let me Andrew, take one thank step you back. So much. Wait, let me take one step back. Okay. So. Uh, uh, the wife and I were just ready to leave. We're like, you know what? We saw the movie. We got we got some food. So started shaking hands and hugging people. I'm ready to bounce. And then you say, what? Hey, man, you guys want to go to Disney? <laughs> I was like, uh, dude, um, that's mean. It, 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 I think it you felt thought, mean. I thought it. I looked at your face and. It was, in a way, it was kind of priceless because you gave me this look that's like... Don't be a jerk. Seriously, <laughs> why are you being a jerk? I know we're here. Right. And I was trying not to laugh yeah. because I saw your face and I almost felt like you were expecting the, oh, buddy, at the end of it. <laughs> but it didn't come. And right. again, you know, huge thank you to friend and listener of the podcast, Andrew, because right. uh, it was he that suggested while we were sitting at Trader Sam's... Oh, hey man, wow. I, I have a way of, of getting them inside. Yeah. You know, he was able to work that out for us. And, uh, you know, when we were there and I'm like, hey, man, do you want to go to Disneyland? <laughs> like your face was priceless. And I wish I would have taken a picture of it. Yeah. Uh, and how did you feel when you got into the line of the monorail and figured out that this was actually going to happen? Uh, well, I'll say it this way. Uh, my wife wanted to cry. She couldn't believe that we were actually there uh, after several, several years of not going to Disneyland. And by the way, I want to just say the way we got in, uh, Andrew distracted the security guard. (laughs) (laughs) That's not how. No, he had a legit way of getting you guys in. Legitimate way get me in. And yeah. Uh, I don't even remember the last time I rode uh, the monorail. And it was perfect because it took us all around Disneyland. And it took you to Tomorrowland. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh what a good way to. <laughs> <laughs> and I was pushing people's pens, make, trying to see if I can uh, 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 go into Tomorrowland. Like oh, yeah. yeah. It didn't work for me. It was weird because I didn't understand why you kept trying to touch my chest. And <laughs> just, you just kept like going at it. I was like, what is he? And then I realized what you were doing. So, so I'm trying to think back. Uh, your wife actually suggested, so do you want to see Hat Box? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, uh, well, we can wait. Never mind. No hazing. Let's go yeah. now. She actually messaged me while I was on my way back to the car. So yeah. we ended up parking at downtown Disney. Uh-huh. But because we knew we were possibly going to go back into the park for a little while, I thought, you know what? I'm just going to stop paying. I'm going to take it back to the parking structure. Yeah. So it took me a while. And when I finally made it back into the parking structure, I got a message from her. She yeah. says, hey, we're standing in line for for the Haunted Mansion. It's about uh-huh. a 30 minute wait. Yeah. That are OK. I just parked the car. By the time I get on the tram and actually get into the park, it should be right about half an hour. And like 15 minutes later, she's like, the line wasn't 30 minutes long. We're right up at the front. It was fast. I know. I don't know what they've done. But that ride, if I recall, used to take at least an hour. Well, they, they they've gotten really good at managing, you know, how they bored people and stuff. Is it because like they, so. they, they, they squeeze us in the, the elevator like no. sardines now? Because 
It's a stretching room. It's not an elevator. Don't ruin the magic. Uh, no, man. They've they've gotten really good at you loading. You looked at me like you wanted to murder me with that one. <laughs> Excuse me. It's the what? What is it? Stretching, stretching room. Stretching room. I gotta say, in person, Hadbox Ghost. OMG. Right. Fantastic. Right. And as uh, I'm sure Mario would love me to say, uh, pictures doesn't do it justice. Booyah! (laughs) (laughs) I told you, man, it was the the day that I experienced it on Hatbox Ghost Day. Yeah. I just could not get enough. I mean, I, I had the fortune of riding it several times that day. Yeah. And... I just can't get over it. Like every time I go back, they did such a good job with yes. the hatbox ghost yeah. that uh, I, I wanted to get on it multiple times, but because we kind of got there somewhat late, I was limited on time, and there was other things I really wanted to see yeah. as well. So I, uh, I think your wife also suggested if I wanted to see um, Harold. Harold. Yes. Yeah. And I will tell you. Yeah. You have one up on me right now because. As of the recording of this episode, I have still yet to ride the Matterhorn. Get out of here! See the new version of Harold. Nice. I've seen pictures, I've seen yeah. videos, and I've had pictures sent to me, but I have not yet seen Harold. Get out of here! So I thought you had already. No, no. Oh but wow! Remember, at the twenty-four hour day, we kept running into issues, and I never got a chance to ride the Matterhorn. Yeah. We haven't really been back long enough for me to stand wow. in a line to to ride the Matterhorn. That's the thing, man. So, that line is intense. Yes, it is. It's crazy because long. people know, you know, it's something new, and the effect is really well done. I mean, yeah. the, the guys at Garner did a killer job getting yeah. this thing to look fantastic. It's amazing. So, and as everyone said, uh, you can almost touch him. Mm-hmm. That's how crazy it is. So uh, I think VJ said, "Get on the right side now." Uh yeah, it was the right side, right? Yeah, uh, apparently oh, that's the better side to get um, up close and personal and really so. smell his breath or something. By the way, do I owe you guys an apology for what? For not waiting? What are you talking about? Because uh, the group that was there from watching Tomorrowland, uh, uh, like I said, I think your wife suggested let's go get on the Matterhorn, and I was like, let's go. We bolted out of there. Oh no, man! You know why? Because and, it just happened to be Bats Day. Yeah. And for the most part, I, I try to take pictures on any of the theme days. Yeah. And uh, VJ and I, uh, along with Andrew, we kind of stood back and we were kind of checking out what was happening in front of the Haunted Mansion because okay. they were going to do their group picture. Yeah. So while you guys jetted off to the Matterhorn, we yeah. were doing that thing. By the time we were trying to meet you guys... By the time we ended up syncing up later in the day, you guys had already ridden it. The line had already gotten longer. Mm. And I'm actually glad that you guys went because if you guys had waited, you probably would not have had time to ride it. Yeah, because that's the thing. Like the, the few of us that were together, we we left and we actually looked back and half of you guys weren't with us anymore. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, OK, let's see if they'll catch up. And yeah. you guys never showed up. And um, it might have been my decision of let's move forward. That's fine, man. All I right. I don't I don't blame you. Yeah. Uh, considering the circumstances, I would have done the same thing. Okay. Hell, if I was there on any other day, <laughs> I would have done the same thing too. By the way, how Not crazy in the circumstances? How crazy was Bats Day? Really crazy. Yeah. There was some re- like really good outfits. I wanted Bats to day. take pictures with with uh, some of these people. 
I know. It was so but, cool. You know, it happens once a year. Yeah. So maybe next year you'll go again. That would be nice. I mean, who knows? You may have an AP by then. <laughs> that would be nice. <laughs> it would be fun. What else did I do? It's like the... the you, you know what's funny? I can't remember what's the other thing we did. You know what's funny? As we were leaving, yeah. uh, we were... Uh, listener and now friend of the show, Ashley, you yes. know, was saying, hey, you know, we didn't take pictures inside of Disneyland because I wanted the Javier points. And I thought about it, too. I was like, you know what? The entire time we were in there, we didn't bother we taking didn't. a picture. Because no. I kept looking at your face and you were like so excited was, to be yeah. there. I was, I was too like, excited for I photographs. Just, I don't want to ruin this. <laughs> it's like you were like a little kid. I loved it so much. I seriously wasn't even thinking about photographs. I'm I really glad. wasn't. Yeah. I'm glad. It looked like you had a good time. I did. I felt bad that we couldn't stay and watch more of the fireworks. I'm yeah. glad you saw some key points of the fireworks because yeah. I know you saw the Matterhorn yes. as Mount Wanahakalugi. That was awesome. Wasn't I was it? not expecting that. Wasn't it? Yeah. So good. And I know you saw some of the projections mm-hmm. on the castle and then on Main Street. Main Street was crazy. What awesome. did you think, man? Crazy awesome. Right? Yeah. Uh, I know. They were, uh, 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 Main Street was dancing. I know. Yeah. Yeah. The the buildings, when they start bouncing around. Right. And, you know, man, I just, I haven't seen it in the other lands yet. Mm. I know that, you know, by It's a Small World, they got a whole different experience. Rivers of America, they have the water shooting up and they got a different experience there. But I don't I, – I get it. They're supposed to have a different experience, yeah. but there's nothing like being on Main Street and in front of the castle yeah. viewing these fireworks. Oh, then and if that's the place to be, then that's where you took me because it was awesome at, at Main I'm, Street. I'm glad, man. What what you feel about the whole Let It Go rendition that I started – I mean that they started doing? No, no, no. You said it right the what? first no, time. I, no, I it just because right. it happened. So let me take a step back. So when mm. <laughs> once the 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 frozen song started coming, no, yeah, no. Hazen, no. Uh, what? Hazen uh, took what? the stage and right, started. Well, that ends this episode. Wait, no, and started performing what? and singing and dancing in front of what? about two hundred people standing around that, us. Well, guys, yes, thanks you for did. listening. No, dun, no, dun, don't dun, push dun, that button. Dun, don't push dun, that button. It was fun, man. It, it was, was actually really cool watching you dance and being this ridiculous fool that you said you've been before. Oh, yeah. It's not the first time. And I have fun doing it. Yeah. So, I mean, some people have seen it. Some people haven't. Some people have just heard of it. Now you've experienced it. I have experienced it. You know what's the one thing, though, huh. that I kind of felt bad? I don't know the songs, so I wish I could have joined you. I wish I could have oh, sang next time. with you. Next time. I got to I gotta memorize these Download these them songs. to Spotify. <laughs> They're on there. Yeah? <laughs> They're okay. on there. All right, cool. All right, but seriously, though, it is time to end, the, the, end this episode. No, but wait. Then there's, there's more. more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got on Pirates. That was fun. Oh, did you? Yeah, I yeah, didn't yeah. know you guys rode Pirates. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Oh, no, dude. Again, look, yeah. I go enough that I ride these things. Uh, I will say this is probably one of the only times in recent history that I haven't gotten on the mansion yeah. that, I, that I've that i gone. Okay. But it's fine. Okay, uh, cool. I was totally fine with the situation. I understood what was going on. And I think just seeing you and Courtney just enjoy the afternoon, I right. think, was was. Better for me, I think. You think so? Yeah. That's cool, man. Oh, there is one ride I wish we would have gotten on, but it, the line was crazy. It's a small world to see if the Tomorrowland <laughs> pin worked. <laughs> You're very close, Star Tours. I wanted it. That's, oh, that's actually, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you recall, uh, that's one of my favorite rides, and it was too long. Um, 
forget it. It usually we, is. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy long. That Space Mountain, Big Thunder. Usually, I mean, yeah. if you don't get fast passes for those things, you're just right. Exactly. You know, out of luck. Yeah, it's alright, man. It, it it keeps it for the next time. Well, I know you guys are going to be going soon. You yeah. know, when you guys celebrate your anniversary and stuff like don't that. Don't have a so. date yet on, a, on exactly, but probably around August. So. Well, I mean, if if you guys want to, obviously, we'll post a picture, and if people want to find you, or if they just happen to find you, yeah, uh, I know we'll probably be there that day too. Mm. So we'll we'll celebrate with you guys for Sweet. a while, and you guys go do your dinner thing, and we'll do our ride thing. Thing you guys do the ride thing, and right. we'll do the ride thing. Yeah. Then we'll go do the dinner thing. Uh huh. Then I'll do the snack thing. Mm-hmm. Then I'll do the churro thing. Yeah, doesn't count as a snack, but I'll do the churro thing. You know what I do want is one of those Mickey. Uh, is it stuffed with? Is it cheese? The cheese. The pretzel. Is it a Mickey pretzel stuffed? Oh, the cream cheese one. Ah, the yeah. cream cheese and jalapeno one. That's what I need, dude. Those are so good. I need one of those. Those are so good. Forget the turkey legs. That's what I want. How dare you, sir? <laughs> How dare you? We've yet to do the turkey leg challenge. <laughs> I know we got to do it. What the heck, man? Sorry. All, right. All right, man. Next time. Well, again, I know we're, we're going to be heading down in August, and I know you're going to have a full day instead of just a few hours. But again, thank you so much to to Andrew for Absolutely. for being able to hook that I up. I not was... thank him enough. I actually hugged him in a very awkward way. Was it awkward? Yeah. I think I hugged him I too was long. uncomfortable for him. Yeah, I hugged him way too long. I was uncomfortable for him. <laughs> But, you know, it happened, and I think your joy just kind of came through. So. I think so, I think too. he understood. I, I hope so. so. I hope he knew I was half-joking. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> I think it got weird. Right when he started pushing me away, I was like, I get the hint. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that is going to wrap it up for this episode. Cool. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we want to say thanks again to Dan for taking a little bit of time today and just kind of joining us, telling us a little bit about what happened at the House of Blues for the Local Brews, Local Grooves show. We want to thank everybody that came out to the Podcasters meetup. It was so fun. We can't wait to do it again for Inside Out. And uh, obviously, if we do the beer meetup, either at Bottle Logic or any of the local breweries, we will post that up on social media and let you guys know when that's going to happen because I think that'll be fun as well. Keep a lookout. Yeah, I know that we we talked about possibly maybe in August or something, maybe doing a baseball game. We mentioned it some episodes ago. Oh, uh, if down. we end up doing that, I know it's going to be an angel game because we're going to be so close to Disneyland. Okay. Uh, depending on what time the game is at, maybe we'll head to the park. Who if, knows? We'll if see we what must happens. Go to I an know. Angels game. We'll see. And, uh, yeah, so keep an eye out. If you guys want to follow us and keep a note of everything that's happening, you can head over to Facebook. We're at facebook.com slash podcateers. If you want to find us over on Twitter and Instagram, we are at podcateers on both of those networks. And you can always head over to podcateers.com where you'll find a little bit more about this and other episodes. You can read some of our show notes, read some of the blog posts that we post. Uh, that's actually where we posted Dan's last video when we wrote our blog post about the local brews, local grooves show. And um, that's it. I think that's going to wrap it up for this yeah, episode. That's it. Any any final thoughts before we head out? Oh, 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 one more. What's that? It's weird seeing people wearing a shirt with my face on it. It's awesome. Oh, my God. It's crazy. It's so good. <laughs> so everybody that's bought the hashtag Hobdog on a shirt, thank you, guys. You guys rock. And thank you, guys, for sporting that and hashtagging it on social media. And you guys are weird. <laughs> but we love you. <laughs> I do. I think it's so, as you say, rad. I love it. Yeah, it's cool. All right, guys. Until next week, here is to beers, cheers, and Mickey ears. 
Have a fantastic week, everyone. Bye. Are we ready? Oh, they gave it to you in a nice little box. Yeah. And then the couple that we saw there, that group, they're like, hey, what about ours? Because they thought we were all together. I'm like, no. (laughs) All right. No. Put it it on their desk. Hey. You guys guys don't know, but we've already started. We're live. Hello, podcasters. This is Hazen and Javier. Hi. Mario has left. Boo. But we are sitting at Trader Sam's, <laughs> technically Tangaroa Terrace, and we are sitting here with friends, family, uh, listeners of the podcast, lovers of drinks and food. And complete strangers walking by. And complete strangers walking by. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> so we just finished watching Tomorrowland, and I have to tell you that one of the things that I kept hearing about the movie is that it wasn't what everyone expected. That it was very disappointing and that they didn't get satisfied by what the movie delivered. What did you guys think? Give us your thoughts. <laughs> I agree with him. With the laughing? Yeah, with the laughing. Why? No, I found that mo- that money, I found that movie so funny. It was good. You found it. You found the money. I found the money funny. How, how many <laughs> drinks did you have? Did, did, did you mention that we I love drinks? We yeah. love drinks here. <laughs> Jesse, what did you think? I thought it was much better than everyone kept saying. I mean, everyone kept saying that we had too much of a environmental uh, like message, you know, and they thought that that turned down the movie or something. But I thought it, was, it didn't. I thought it was good. Ashley. The movie was absolutely stunning. All the special features, just cinematography, everything just looks so absolutely stunning. And it's awesome to see the actors who started with a CW TV show actually in a Disney movie. Yeah. That was really awesome. What did you think, Andrew? Well, from seeing the first preview in the theaters, I didn't, I wasn't really interested, actually. And so I saw the preview inside of Disneyland, and that got me, like, hooked on it. I was like, I need to see this. And I think it came out well. Like, the, the message behind the whole movie, yeah, it is a little, I mean, cliche, I guess, with the whole, like, environmental. And, but I think there's, like, a deeper meaning with, like, the whole Disney, like, imagination and everything going on. I think so, too. What did you guys think about it? I didn't even see the environment stuff, whereas more, um, I took the idea that when you feed people propaganda, that something's going to happen, and ultimately you accept that. You accept a fate that's not entirely your own. So that's what I took away from it. So I thought it had a whole different effect for me. Mm. But are you guys, do you guys think you're seeing that view because you're Disney fans at heart? No, I think I just really read into that whole idea. If you feed people a message and tell them constantly that this is what, this is all that could be, then you accept that. So the idea was to dream and to be a, a believer, a changer. So I, I, I enjoyed it. Cool. I, I'll say that when when I I'm not gonna lie, my eyes were tearing up, and some of them fell. <laughs> I was expressing, I have something in my eye, <laughs> but I I left that movie feeling hopeful. I didn't know what I was hopeful for, but I felt hope, and my heart was filled with this 
amazing inspiration that I feel a lot of movies try to convey, but this one just did such a good job of it because, like you said, the entire message, I, I did get a little bit of the environmental stuff, but towards the end, it was trust humanity, really. Like, in the end, the entire message was basically trust humanity because regardless of what you're trying to change and what you're trying to keep the same, one person can make a difference. So you're saying kill all robots? <laughs> yeah! No, let's leave AAs alone. <laughs> AAs are the best. No, I really I really do think that... Let's kill, kill robots! That you're going to kill robots? <laughs> He's with me. Start an army. Let's kill robots again! That's right! I think... I think the biggest message that I took from the movie is just that one person can really change the world. And I know we've heard that before. We, we hear that in constant, like, Disney Channel messaging. You know, when, when you have these, like, Friends for Change and uh, the, what's the ears one? The volunteers. volunteers. You know, when you have all those things, the constant message is that one person can get the spark lit to start the fire that can make a change. And when you think of a wildfire, people see it as a bad thing. But without clearing the brush from that fire, you don't get new growth. And that's kind of how I feel about all of this. Anybody agree or disagree? I, I think I agree. I think for me, uh, the, uh, the biggest message was at the end where we were taking a look at all the different dreamers. And there was no boundaries between where, your geography, your class, um, your profession, or what, what life you mm -hmm. lived before. Um, going forward, you can have this new life where you're inspired to move on and towards the future in hopefully reach this new utopia of Tomorrowland where we could all work together right. to create this new humanity that benefits the whole society as a whole. I agree. If you guys could choose, or if you guys could put into words one thing that may have changed in you from watching this movie that you may or may want to do differently after seeing it, what would you say it is? I want to watch the TV show House. <laughs> Me too! <laughs> Javier just had a little too much to drink. <laughs> I think he's missing the concept of what we're actually speaking of. Another beer, please? <laughs> right over here. Right here. The guy with the birds. <laughs> Do you guys feel that maybe something in you changed after watching this movie? I feel it really is that ripple effect. One person does one nice thing to someone, and then they want to do something nice for someone, and they want to do something nice for somebody. Right. So, I mean, it did take Walt making one imagination to create this park for us, for everyone in the world to enjoy, no matter where they're from. And now it's blossoming all over the world for the Walt Disney Parks. Right. So, I mean, he took one wish for a family to spend together and gave it to everyone. Right. So, that's really incredible, that gift he gave us all. Am I the only one that's thinking, and I don't think it's the beer talking, but do you guys think it's real? What? Do you think it's real? Like, What's real? If, if we take my pen. The movie? We saw it. Can we go on in? It's a small world. I say yes. <laughs> well, I've been saying that since I saw the So we got one vote for yes. <laughs> well, well, unfortunately, I have not been blessed with a pen. You have to believe. I have a pen. I can get us in, guys. We can do this. Maybe, maybe the first thing we should do is go write it's a small world. Let's do it.
Oh yeah, everybody what was that? Pissed for that. We all need What we'll uh, do is yeah. I'll write it's a small world by myself. <laughs> if you don't come out, if <laughs> I don't come out, you guys know it's real. You know he's made it. Guys. <laughs> don't worry, I'll come whoa, back. Whoa, Noah, whoa. you can ride with me, buddy. Yeah. Yay. I want to ride with Javier. Yeah! You yeah. must ride with me! But then you can't get in. <laughs> Actually, hey, Noah has his own. No, but he can. If he doesn't have a pen, the, the pen won't open. I can't ride the ride with him. Just hold on to it. You yeah. can ride without pen! Hey, what if I pretend I'm your dad and I'm, I'm Hazen? Urgh. You're not that good looking. <laughs> <laughs> Spot on! Right? Spot on! Oh man. Here, here's my hazen. Uh, Disneyland! <laughs> no, it's more like <laughs> You know, after watching that movie, though, I mean, Brad Bird needs to direct a Star Wars movie. He's, oh, he's got to do it. Wow. He's supposedly in talks, and I would love to see that after watching this movie. Well, nice. Well, uh, who's directing the seven? J.J. Abrams? Yeah. Um, he says yeah. he's not doing any others after that, right? And they also have the spin off, so I mean, he can do one of those too. No, I think I want to see him do the actual, like, episode. I just want to see him do one period, so. Wow. Yeah, I don't, the I don't think he wants to do one established, you know, an established story already starting with JJ. He wants to do, like, his own thing. I think so. I think he'd do really well at this. I, I, I don't know. I, my expectations for the movie were completely different. I was expecting Space Mountain to open up from the top and like, <laughs> yeah. somehow jump in. By the way, Space Mountain cameo. Come on, yes, let's it give did. it up for the Space Mountain cameo. That was awesome. And I, I think I should mention that I'm going to have to put this part of the episode after we sign off so that people that don't want the spoilers, because we're, I mean, we're totally spoilerific right now. Yeah. Like, we're totally Javiering this. So, because I don't want to play the song over the entire thing, I don't think our PSA was that long. I'm just going to put this at the end of the episode so that after we sign off, people can listen to it after. Like when George Clooney died and... Oh, can, can, can we talk about King yeah. of Thrones? Oh, no, the girl died. The girl died. Oh, man. Oh, that's going to be a Way to play the game. Spoiler. 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 Oh my god, the Walt Disney hologram. Exactly. How great was that? <laughs> the same one that appeared at the yeah. 24-hour event. Oh, you missed that one. Yes! <laughs> I'll watch that! Uh, oh, son, you keep blowing out my ears. Uh, well, uh, I can't wait for it to come out on Blu-ray. I think I want to go watch it again. We somehow need to figure out how to pay at the $2 theater and then jump in to the full-price movie. No, that's not right. We should pay full price to see it. Because then Brad Bird won't make any more movies. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm, I'm excited. I, I have to say I'm very... I, I'm liking what I saw. I hope that the Blu-ray has extended scenes, right. uh, which it should. Uh, I hope that there's a director's cut, which includes a lot of the stuff that I yes. know was going to be eliminated. Absolutely. I'm excited. I'm, I'm ready for this. Yes? All right, any final thoughts before we wrap up this little segment here? I, I actually thought that I was going to hate George Clooney in this. But I actually, because the person he is and the kind of a humanitarian work he does, this was right up his alley. Mm. So this worked. This, it totally worked for him. If you could see, so you guys probably watch a lot more movies than I do. You guys are a little bit more in tune with actors and what they're good at. 
if you if you could extract George Clooney from the movie and put somebody else in his place, who do you think would have been better at that role? Harrison Ford. Harrison Ooh. Ford. Harrison Ford. No. 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 <laughs> no, I'd rather be finding treasure somewhere. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You could never have enough. Leonardo DiCaprio? No. No. I see somebody older. Like, I would say Tom Hanks, but I'm biased. Wasn't Tom Hanks in the movie? Tom Hanks was not in the movie. No, do you remember that scene where uh, they were taken in the office of the Eiffel Tower? Do you remember the four characters? I could have sworn one of the guys no, that was, was Tom Hanks just was sitting nice. there. No? Well, I said it looked I just like though, him. Why was there only three turns if there was four plus one? Uh-huh. Because Walt wasn't there. Also, Walt was not born yet. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say... I. You guys probably know by now. I'm a big Doctor Who fan, and you guys possibly won't know who this is, but John Hurt, uh, he's this really old Oh, he would have been good. I think he would have been really good in this. If you look up John Hurt on the internet and you see some of his work, I think that the idea of having somebody that was much older telling the story was perfect. I think George Clooney is too much on the... I have the stubble, but I'm not really old side to really appreciate that he's old. And I think the story would have been more effective if kind of uh, the girl playing Casey brought like the life and the vigor to the story and there was an older character that was just barely getting along. Uh, that was possibly the only change I would have wanted to see in the movie, just somebody older in that role. Like, I see what you're saying. I thought I was going to hate him more in the role because of everything that people were saying. But I think somebody older would have been this a little bit better. Jonathan Morgan Freeman would have done it. What's that? Age is relative. Morgan Freeman? I don't know. Morgan Freeman. Man, Morgan Freeman's voice in that movie would have been awesome. Stop. I just, it would have had that kind of, that effect. That, mm. That's, yeah. That's, um, what's his name? Earl Jones. That's that voice that you're doing. Bobby. Bobby. <laughs> 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 you're doing Darth Vader. Okay, now it's the booze talking. <laughs> now it's, it's sinking in. <laughs> <laughs> now it's sinking in. Here we go. That's my hit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think it's time to wrap it up, and I think we should make a little trip to the park. What do you guys say? Sure. Sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, thank you guys for, for giving your thoughts. Uh, I enjoyed... One, thank you guys for coming out for Quantiteers Day at the movies. Our very first outing. Thank you guys. I know some people had, have left already, and I know that some had quote-unquote homework, Mario. <laughs> That's all right. He's not going to listen to this part anyway. Uh, and I know some people had a big opinion, but I do appreciate everybody that came out. We're going to try to do these at least every two or three months. I think it'll be We love you, Grandma.